This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 72 degrees at 6 in the morning. Well, 6.04. South wind 7 miles an hour. Currently, the dew point is in that humid range in the 60s, 66 degrees right now for the dew point. The forecast for today, mostly sunny. A 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly late in the afternoon. High today in the low 90s. Winds, if we get those thunderstorms coming through, could gust as high as 21 miles per hour. While heat advisories for the region have expired, high temperatures and humidity are continuing to grip the area with the potential for causing some health issues. With the temperatures projected to continue into the 80s and 90s, residents are encouraged to take frequent breaks from the heat and seek out air conditioning and be mindful of animals that they are provided with at least shade and adequate fresh water. Dog owners should also be aware of pavement temperature. Dogs should not be walked on concrete or asphalt during the heat of the day as the temperature of hard surfaces baking in the sun can be extremely hot. If it is too hot for you to go barefoot on the pavement, your dog should not be walking on the pavement and risk serious burns to their paws. New York State is getting ready for dealing with COVID-19 in another school year and more increases in cases around the state. Governor Kathy Hochul yesterday announced the state is actively preparing a fall action plan to address potential pandemic surges later this year. The Democrats says the state is working closely with health experts on plans for dealing with seasonal COVID-19 surges and how to allow students to safely return to school this fall. The return to school strategy includes distributing 3 million tests to schools before the beginning of the new year and getting more New Yorkers vaccinated and boosted. The plan is also calling for early testing, more access to treatments and therapeutics, preparing a stockpile of personal protective equipment, strengthening hospital systems and coordinating with federal and local partners. This comes as COVID cases around the state are rising again, with New York's positivity rate back over 10 percent. Broom has had 185 new cases over the past five days and one new COVID death for the week, bringing the total to 532. Also yesterday, Governor Hochul announced a request for proposals to develop a pandemic after-action review to look at the state's COVID-19 response and point out what worked, what did not, and what could have been done better. Information gathered will be used to prepare a planning guide for New York to use in a future emergency. A copy of the request for proposal can be found at the governor's website. WMBF First News Time 607. Two more men are sentenced in a gas skimming case that's been followed for several years in the southern tier. Federal officials say 35-year-old Hugo Hernandez of Miami Lakes, Florida, and 38-year-old Marlon Palacios of Cape Coral, Florida, are the latest to get prison time for being part of an operation attaching skimming devices to steal gas station customer information in Broome, Albany, and Montgomery counties and elsewhere. 
The case began to unfold over three years ago as investigators began looking into incidents where devices have been slipped into gas station gas pumps that could gather the customer's credit information and then was being used to buy gift cards and obtain money orders and cash on the unsuspecting motorist credit accounts. Hernandez was sentenced July 20th to five years in federal prison for his roles in the access device fraud conspiracy and money laundering conspiracy. Palacios was sentenced to four months in jail for his part and committing identity theft. Hernandez admitted he worked with others in skimming information at Broom gas stations and other locations starting back in December of 2015 and getting at least 162 money orders worth $173,257 that he deposited into bank accounts he controlled. In addition to prison, Hernandez is forfeiting that money he pilfered. Palacios admitted as part of the skimming scheme, he emailed debit and credit card account information that had been gathered by members of the gang. As part of his agreement, Palacios will forfeit $25,000. He was one of four suspects indicted in August 2020 in the scheme, while in October of 2019, three other Miami area residents had been charged. It's 6.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. We sell the ultimate driving machine at Galt BMW. Almost. Good morning. It's 610 on this Thursday, July 21st. Getting close to the weekend here. Time for a check on traffic and weather on WMBF's First News. Myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. Avenue A in Johnson City closed down from Main Street to Helen Drive yesterday. And that work will run through Monday, July 25th for water main replacement. So if you're in Johnson City, please plan your route accordingly. New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in Appalachian. Road work runs from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily, and the work is expected to be completed tomorrow. Starting this past Monday, Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place until approximately this coming Monday. The Department of Transportation is also conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81. From exit 6 to exit 4, the 1781 split. Work is expected to last another week and a half or so and is weather-dependent as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. And the Broome County Department of Parks and Recreation and Youth Services closed Dorchester Park yesterday due to an algae bloom. The Parks Department made this decision Tuesday as a protective measure. The public will be notified when the waterfront has been reopened. Bad timing for that. Yesterday was hot. It was a hot one out yesterday. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton right now about 72 degrees, 82% humidity. Today, chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly after 3 p.m. 
but mostly sunny with a high near 91. Winds could gust as high as 21 miles per hour, and there's a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly before 7 p.m., but mostly clear with a low around 66, and a 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but sunny with a high near 90 degrees, and a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., Maybe some patchy fog after 3 a.m. Otherwise partly cloudy, with a low around 65 degrees and a 30% chance of rain. Saturday, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. Patchy fog before 8 a.m. Otherwise sunny and hot, with a high near 92 degrees. Saturday night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 11 p.m., but partly cloudy with a low around 68 and a 20% chance of rain. And Sunday, chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but partly sunny and hot with a high near 92, a 50% chance of rain. Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 p.m., then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., then showers again after 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low around 68 and a 60% chance of rain. Tell you what, I'm not look. I'm not loving looking at this weather report and seeing a lot of 90s in here. There's a lot this week. It's hot. It's hot this week. Run that air conditioner. Worry about the electric bill later. This week you need the air conditioning. 614 on WMBF. One of the top... Six sixteen on WMBF. Time for a check on sports. James Harden has agreed to terms on a two-year contract to stay with the Philadelphia 76ers and will make about $14.5 million less this coming season than he could have earned under his previous deal. A person with knowledge of the negotiations said Wednesday. Harden will sign a deal worth slightly over $68 million paying him about $33 million this season with a $35 million player option for the 2023-2024 season. According to the person who spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity because the team has not announced the deal yet, ESPN first reported the agreement. Now here's a fun story. Steeplechaser Nora Geruto came up with a cool way to celebrate her victory at the end of a sizzling hot day at the World Championships in track and field. It was a pool party. Everyone was invited. The Kenyan-born runner, who recently began representing Kazakhstan, moved to the backstretch following her win and took the plunge straight into the event's water pit following the steeplechase. A moment later, the Geruto was joined by her two Ethiopian competitors, runner-up Rakuha Gitachu and bronze medalist Makides Adebe, not wanting to be left out. Legend, the mascot for these championships, jumped in too. I've always wanted to do that. Now, people won't know by looking at me now, but back in the day, I was okay at track. I was a pretty decent runner. And I did do the steeplechase, and Without fail, every year there was one big steeplechase event. They called it Steeplefest out in Long Island, and 
Without fail, somebody put goldfish in the steeplechase pit every year. Really horrible, horrible thing to do. Would have been much better to just have that pool party. Probably wouldn't have worked that well because, you know, the only track event that requires jumping in water makes sense that we'd have the big event for it in April on Long Island while it was still freezing cold. So looking back, it was actually a miserable time to do that. I liked the event. It made me feel like an athlete, which is not something you really get when you're running track because you're just kind of running straight and then turning left. And that's it. You just try to do it faster than everybody else. But the steeplechase was cool. You had to jump over things. You had to jump in a pool of water. 619 on WMBF. Want to say? Six twenty on WMBF. Now it's time for Wall Street Now with ABC's Jim Ryan. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Equities investors are basking in the glow of a July rebound with the three major stock indexes gaining a little more ground on Wednesday. The Dow Jones added 48 points to finish the day at 31,874. The S&P picked up 0.6%. The Nasdaq added 1.6%. United Airlines posted profits of $329 million in the second quarter with travelers packing planes. It was the carrier's first quarterly profit since the start of the pandemic. Sky-high fuel prices kept United from meeting analysts' expectations. Many of those airline passengers have been headed to New York. Marriott is betting on a return to luxury travel by opening a new Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Manhattan next week. The now-defunct Harris Jewelry chain will pay millions in refunds and stop collecting on high-interest loans that it made to customers, many of whom were military families. Regulators and prosecutors in 18 states accused Harris of predatory lending practices. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And now it's 621 here on WMBF, and it's time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Most of us are back to working in the office by now, and that means sizable chunks of our days are spent doing things we didn't have to do for most of the pandemic. Taking a shower, getting dressed, commuting, that's a major time suck. But here are three ways you can take back some control. Number one, prioritize your tasks. Start by dividing them into short, medium, and long term, and then rank them based on how urgent they are so you know which ones to do first. Important and urgent doesn't mean the same thing. Two, Figure out your optimal work time. I personally am an early bird, so I get my best work done in the morning. It's important to know what works for you. And number three, forget multitasking. There really is no such thing. What you're really doing is switching your brain back and forth between tasks, and that takes time and energy. Do one thing at a time, you'll get a lot more accomplished. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. If you're in healthcare, you know the power of data. At NRC Health, we know data isn't enough. Going beyond data to genuinely connect with each person is what really matters. That's the power of human understanding. At NRC Health, harnessing that power is everything, helping you improve care for everyone. It's the secret ingredient for the smartest healthcare systems. Go deeper at nrchealth.com. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I always love listening to Dr. Sanjay Gupta. He gives me so many health, healthy, helpful tips for how to get through my day that I never do. Never. Not once. But it's nice to know that I at least have this knowledge. That I might be able to make my day easier by just organizing a little better. It seems pretty self-explanatory, of course, but... I definitely did not have that system when I was working from home. And it showed. Uh, I was very disorganized working from home. Still, you know, by the end of the day, somehow got all my work done. But, you know, 4 o'clock rolls around and you're looking at the clock and you're like, hmm, I only have an hour left where I can do things today and I really haven't gotten all that much done. What I have gotten done today is about a season and a half of a new show on Netflix. Then you do all your work in one hour find out, wow, I can actually be really productive when I put my mind to it. Can't wait to start a new show tomorrow. 624 on WMBF. Hey, I just got... News Radio 626 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. In Johnson City, Avenue A is closed from Main Street to Helen Drive for water main replacement. That work is expected to be completed on Monday, July 25th. So, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, plan your route accordingly. New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in Appalachian. Road work runs from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily, and it's expected to be completed on Friday, tomorrow. Starting this past Monday, Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place for approximately one week. The Department of Transportation is also conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4, the 1781 split. Work is expected to last about another week and a half and is weather dependent as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. And the Broome County Department of Parks, Recreation, and Youth Services closed Dorchester Beach yesterday due to an algae bloom. The Parks Department made this decision Tuesday as a protective measure. The public will be notified when the waterfront has been reopened. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 72 degrees, 82% humidity. Today, chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly after 3 p.m., mostly sunny with a high near 91 degrees. Winds could gust as high as 21 miles per hour, and there's a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly before 7 p.m., but mostly clear with a low around 66 and a 30% chance of rain. 
Tomorrow, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. Sunny with a high near 90 degrees, chance of rain 20%. Tomorrow night, chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Patchy fog after 3 a.m., otherwise partly cloudy with a low around 65 and a 30% chance of rain. Saturday, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., patchy fog before 8 a.m., otherwise sunny and hot with a high near 92 degrees. Saturday night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 11 p.m., partly cloudy with a low around 68 and a 20% chance of rain. Sunday, chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but partly sunny and hot with a high near 92 degrees. 50% chance of rain. Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 p.m. Then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Then showers likely after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 68 and a 60% chance of rain. Great outlook for the weekend. It's either going to be sunny and absurdly hot or raining. 629, you're listening to WMBF. My friend and I. Six thirty on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Entertainment Update. Entertainment News. The lives of legendary Hollywood power couple Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward are the subject of a new docu-series from Ethan Hawke. Paul had begun working on a memoir. Hawke tells us the last movie stars contained some surprises. I just would have never known that Paul Newman was as insecure as he was. You know, like it's it's kind of a relief to realize that he was sweating through three shirts and a nervous wreck and worried he wasn't good enough. And you're like, wow, we're all like that? The Last Movie Stars features actors reading the words of Newman and Woodward with George Clooney and Laura Linney voicing the couple. All episodes streaming on HBO Max today. Elton John can't say goodbye to the Yellow Brick Road. The music legend has added five encore tour dates for his farewell tour in Australia and New Zealand, set for January 2023. A couple of them are makeup shows. A South Park 25th anniversary concert featuring Primus and Ween is coming to Comedy Central. And Ted Lasso star Juno Temple is 33 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News. Hollywood. Finding. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 632 and it is quite a warm, muggy one. We shouldn't have temperatures in the 70s at this time of morning, but we do. 72 degrees. The dew point is at 66. The forecast for today, mostly sunny, a 30% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Some storms could pack wind gusts as high as 21 miles an hour, a high today, getting into the low 90s. However, the heat advisories that had been in effect yesterday no longer in effect for our area. They, they are not mentioning anything about heat indexes at this point. That could change, however, if it does warm up more and that relative humidity also continues to be a little bit on the high side, creating health issues. 
The House January 6th committee will hold its final hearing of the summer in prime time. Today's hearing aims to vividly make the case that Donald Trump's lies about a stolen election fueled the grisly Capitol attack last year. The panel will delve into 187 minutes in which it says Trump did nothing to stop the violence but instead watched on television at the White House. The two-hour-long hearing will feature live testimony from two former White House aides. The operator of a major pipeline from Russia to Europe says natural gas has started flowing again after a 10-day shutdown for maintenance, but the gas flow was expected to fall short of the full capacity and the outlook is uncertain. The Nord Stream 1 pipeline to Germany had been closed since July 11th for annual maintenance. The pipeline is Germany's main source of Russian gas, and it was not clear what the Ukrainian invasion was going to have an impact on that gas supply. CIA director in a rare interview says China was unsettled by the military performance of the Russians early in the war in Ukraine, and that Iran has not resumed weaponizing nuclear material. He also answered questions about the Russian leader, seen recently out in public in a rare appearance. The CIA director, William Burns, called Russian President Vladimir Putin relentlessly suspicious. He's a big believer in control and intimidation and getting even. He really is an apostle of payback in a lot of ways. That was during an interview at the Aspen Strategy Group 2022 Security Forum, where he was asked about Putin's health. I mean, there are lots of rumors about President Putin's health, and as far as we can tell, he's entirely too healthy. He assessed Putin's efforts in Ukraine as a strategic failure. Brian Clark, ABC News. WMBF First News Time, 635. A California-based cannabis company is looking to develop a cultivation, manufacturing, and distribution operation in the First Ward of Binghamton. Mayor Jared Cram yesterday announced Stizzy, headquartered in Los Angeles, will... Enter into an option to purchase agreement for 8.2 acres of vacant land at the Charles Street Business Park. The Binghamton Local Development Corporation currently owns the site. Cram says the agreement would allow the company to obtain the state licensing for the facility as well as begin the environmental review process. The Republican says the proposal is expected to be one of the first major economic development projects for cannabis in New York State and create jobs and new economic activity in the greater Binghamton area. Well, authorities will have no trouble knowing just where registered sex offender Timothy Benninger is living for the next two to six years since he's headed to prison for failing to register his address as required under the Sex Offender Registration Act. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says... The 38-year-old Binghamton man was sentenced to prison after admitting while living in and outside of Broome County, he failed to report his address information. He was arrested in Erie County last year. Authorities say Benninger was convicted in 2003 in Broome County of sexual abuse involving a 13-year-old girl. A national jewelry retailer that allegedly tricked active duty service members into buying overpriced poor quality jewelry at high interest rates is agreeing to reimburse thousands of customers and cease operating under the terms of a settlement filed yesterday in a lawsuit by New York, 17 other states and the Federal Trade Commission. Harris Jewelry agreed to stop collecting more than $21 million in outstanding debt from more than 13,000 service members or nationwide and to refund more than $12 million to more than 46,000 service members who paid for lifetime protection plans. That's according to New York Attorney 
Attorney General Letitia James, who was the lead plaintiff among the state attorneys general. The company also agreed to pay a total of $1 million to the 18 states. The retailer, based in New York, operated stores on or near military bases around the country. The company allegedly used predatory lending practices and charged as much as 10 times the wholesale cost for jewelry. At times, the company charged as much as $340 for a protection plan for the jewelry without disclosing it, according to James. Customers reported stones falling out, chains breaking, and the finish on the jewelry fading. Harris also allegedly lured customers by asserting the lending contracts would improve their credit scores when they actually offered less based on how much was left on a service member's enlistment and what what type of merchandise they purchased. In a statement yesterday, the company noted it had neither admitted nor denied the allegations and had resolved the matter in the best interests of its state. Stakeholders. WMBF First News Time 638. Fairview Recovery Services is revising its plans for improving its facilities to support people recovering from substance abuse issues as it looks to relocate an existing downtown Binghamton facility from Court Street to its east side campus. The agency is now considering locating its stabilization center in the southwest corner of its campus after an original plan for construction of the facility on the northeast side of the property was rejected by city planners. Fairview Executive Director Patrick Haley says the agency has outgrown the existing facility, which he said is outdated. He says moving the center to the campus off Fairview Avenue makes sense from an operational standpoint, making it possible to share staff at the site, which is more affordable for the agency and better for the patient. After the City Planning Commission failed to approve Fairview's initial site plan, the agency decided to pull the project and prepare a new proposal to submit to planners in the next couple of months. It's 639 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. Before- Six forty one on WMBF's first news with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. Kathy, a little bit of concerning news out of my native Long Island yesterday. I don't know if you saw this video, but there was a little bit of a beached beached shark. Situation. Oh yeah, I did see a little. I saw it out of the corner of my eye this morning. Yeah, it's not good, and I I don't know why. Well, I mean, I loved swimming in the ocean. I'd stay in the ocean for like three hours if I was allowed to, and I wouldn't get sunburnt. But like. When I really think about it, and I think about all the animals that I've seen in the ocean, <laughs> I, I don't know why people do that. Especially, I don't know if you watch, uh, first of all, I never watched Shark Week on purpose because no, they not. shouldn't air Shark Week in the summer. They just shouldn't do that. That's a bad idea. Well, it, it, also, it also gets people, I mean, some of it is educational and some of it does uh make people so they should understand the animal instead of just be afraid of it but other of it is just pandering to you know making it's just people, straight violence yeah and 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 it's just and stupid things that people do it's just you know yeah speaking of stupid things speaking of this video one person while they were trying to get the shark back in the water and i don't know if i would have the stones to go out to the beach and be like, yeah, I'll pick this shark up by its tail and throw it back in the water. I think I might wait to see if anybody else volunteers before I volunteer myself for that task. But some person was just like, oh, the shark seems upset. Let me come up and pet its tail. I'll just pet it, and and that'll calm it down for sure. It's surrounded by humans on the beach where it can't swim. Yeah, I'll pet the shark. That makes no sense to me. 
all their stupid people that decide that they're going to climb into polar bear exhibits at the zoo, too. Like, yeah. You can't fix stupid. Stupid. I remember one time I saw, when I was living out in Long Beach on Long Island, we were living like 50 feet from the beach. I spent $1,000 in sunscreen in one summer. Um, we, my friend Tori and I, I lived with my friends Rob and Tori. And Tori never liked to go in the water at all. And one time we finally convinced her, like, okay, we're going to go in the water. We're going to stay in there for, like, half an hour. And we're going to have a good time, do some body surfing, just hang out. And on the way to the water, we saw a school of stingrays swimming by, like, maybe five feet from where the waves were breaking. And that was it. She never went in the water again. And I didn't go in the water that time either because I remember what happened to Steve Irwin. And I don't need to be on a poster. <laughs> I don't need to be put on a poster by a stingray. I'd That's be more worried about jellyfish. You're more apt to get very ill. And jellyfish are pretty bad. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't think bad. we have like really bad jellyfish on Long Island. Like not like like the Portuguese man of war, right? That's the most famous one. Or a box jellyfish. Those are the ones well, where it's like even oh, the yeah, little you might ones die. that sting you. They're not very. It's not nice. But no, it's no. not. The ocean is scary. I, I watch too many ocean documentaries. I think, especially like the deep ocean. I saw a funny tweet a couple days ago about, like, why would we explore the bottom of the ocean? Like, I'd rather explore the moon because the moon is safe. Have you the seen moon any? Is safe? The moon is safe? <laughs> the moon is way safer than the bottom of the ocean. Have you seen the animals they have down there? That's what's interesting. I, that's one of my, my career choices when I was in high school, when I was thinking about things that I wanted to do. I was Actually, I was thinking about enlisting in the Navy and being a marine biologist. See, that's I'm along the same lines, but my childhood dream was to work with dolphins at SeaWorld. And then it gradually became like sea lions and sea otters. I love otters. Otters are cool. But otters that's, have that very have sharp job. teeth, I'll tell you. Yeah, they do. And I watch And I they're watch very a lot of particular. They're very out. particular at the zoo of of who's allowed in their exhibit with them. They uh, they very much are, are are particular about what humans they like. Yep. Unlike the penguins that like everybody. The penguins are cool. I remember going to the Boston Aquarium one time. Uh, we in, in college, I went on this big trip to Boston, like spur of the moment, last minute. I really wanted to go to the aquarium. I couldn't get anybody else to go with me. So when I went to visit um, with my brother a couple years ago, we were going up to Fenway. and said, all right, well, Saturday, like the entire day, we're going to the aquarium. And I saw like 100 penguins, and it was awesome. Well, actually, if you uh, – Ross Park Zoo – has uh, wild encounters, and the penguins are one of the animals that you can get a hold of people at Ross Park Zoo and ask them about it, but where you actually get to go into the exhibit with them and have a, an experience with them, oh, cool. and it's kind of fun. Uh, they It depends on what's going on with the red pandas, but the red pandas uh, sometimes are on that list of the wild encounters. And Patience the Sloth, what the perfect name for a sloth. Our two-toed sloth at Ross Park, you can uh, have some quality time with patience as well. So get a hold of our friends at Ross Park Zoo for information at that. It's a kind of a really cool thing. I took my friend from Seattle, my high school friend that was made of honor, made of honor at my wedding. Uh, she came home one one time a few years ago. We did the uh, the penguin thing, and it was it was a whole lot of fun. I might have to do that this weekend. That sounds like a good time. It, it smells like fish, but it's a whole lot of fun. Well, who cares if it smells like fish? It's penguins. And, and penguins, yeah, that's why it smells like you know, penguins yeah. in the fish, yeah. Uh-huh. 6.46 on WMBF. WMBF. 6.48 on WMBF. 
Time for a check on traffic and weather. Right now, Avenue A is closed in Johnson City from Main Street to Helen Drive. That's work is running through Monday for water main replacement, so if you're in Johnson City, please plan your route accordingly. New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in Appalachian. Road work runs from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily, and it's expected to be completed on Friday, tomorrow. Also starting this past Monday, Clubhouse Road is closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place until about Monday. The Department of Transportation is also conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4, the 1781 split. Work is expected to last another week and a half or so and is weather dependent as they remove the old bridge, which carried Front Street, over I-81. And the Broome County Department of Parks, Recreation, and Youth Services has closed the Dorchester Park Beach due to an algae bloom. The Parks Department made this decision Tuesday as a protective measure. The public will be notified when the waterfront has been reopened. National Weather Service forecast in downtown Binghamton right now about 72 degrees, 82% humidity. Today, chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly after 3 p.m., mostly sunny with a high near 91 degrees. Winds could gust as high as 21 miles per hour. 30% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly before 7 p.m., mostly clear with a low around 66 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., sunny with a high near 90 degrees, 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., patchy fog after 3 a.m., otherwise partly cloudy with a low around 65 and a 30% chance of rain. Saturday, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., patchy fog before 8 a.m., otherwise sunny and hot with a high near 92 degrees. Saturday night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 11 p.m., but partly cloudy with a low around 68 and a 20% chance of rain. Sunday, chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., partly sunny and hot with a high near 92 and a 50% chance of rain. Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 p.m., then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., then showers again after 2 a.m., mostly cloudy, with a low around 68 degrees and a 60% chance of rain. It's 6.51 on WMBF. News Radio. on WMBF. I think it's about time for some Kim Commando. A curious thing is happening in the world of online dating. More and more often, both parties agree that, especially on the first date, there'll be no alcohol drinking at all. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. It's called Sober Dating, and even more surprising, 18 to 24-year-olds are leading the way. The Wall Street Journal reports that more than a third on the dating app Hinge say they prefer completely sober dates. On the Tinder app, 
mentions of the word sober increased by 50% over the past two years. In place of bars and drinks, mentions of coffee, the beach, and picnics are appearing more often. Coming out of lockdown, some daters say that they're hoping for more of an authentic connection, if any connection is to be made at all. So for online daters, the universal thought is this. We want to share the experience. We don't want to share the bottle. I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website. That's commando.com with a K. Does it make sense that the same company who controls half of all online retail also passively eavesdrops on your private conversations at home? What about the idea that a single company controls 90% of Internet searches, runs your email service, and gets to track everything you do on your smartphone? Big tech is powerful, and they profit by exploiting your personal data. It's time to put a layer of protection between your online activity and those tech juggernauts. When you run ExpressVPN on your device, the software hides your IP address, making your activity harder to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN also encrypts all your internet data to keep you safe from hackers without slowing your connection. Just download the app on your phone or computer, tap one button, and you're protected. Go to expressvpn.com slash Kim to get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim to get three extra months for free. That address again, expressvpn.com slash Kim. And that was Kim Commando. Some helpful dating app tips from her. Do a quick check on sports. James Harden has agreed to terms on a two-year contract to stay with the Philadelphia 76ers and will make about $14.5 million less this coming season than he could have earned under his previous deal. A person with knowledge of the negotiations said on Wednesday. Harden will sign a deal worth slightly over $68 million, paying him about $33 million this season with a $35 million player option for the 2023-24 season. According to the person who spoke to the Associated Press on the condition of anonymity, because the team has not announced the deal yet, ESPN first reported the agreement. Crazy what happened to the Brooklyn Nets. Used to have Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. Now James Harden's in Philadelphia. Kyrie re-signed, but as soon as he did, Kevin Durant said, "Mm, I think I want to get out of here and go somewhere else. Check on traffic and weather. In Johnson City, Avenue A is closed from Main Street to Helen Drive for water main replacement. That work will run through Monday, so please plan your route accordingly. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in Appalachian. Work runs from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily and is expected to be completed tomorrow. Starting this past Monday, Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place for approximately one week. The Department of Transportation is also conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4, the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately another week and a half as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. 
and the Broome County Department of Parks, Recreation, and Youth Services has closed the Dorchester Park Beach due to an algae bloom. The Parks Department made this decision Tuesday as a protective measure. The public will be notified when the waterfront has been reopened. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 72 degrees, 84% humidity. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 9 a.m. And then a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 86 degrees and a 30% chance of rain. Tonight mostly clear with a low around 64. Tomorrow a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but sunny with a high near 85 degrees and a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., partly cloudy with a low around 64 degrees and a 30% chance of rain. Saturday, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but sunny with a high near 87 degrees and a 20% chance of rain. Saturday night, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 2 a.m., Partly cloudy with a low around 67 and a 20% chance of rain. Sunday, chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. Partly sunny with a high near 88 and a 50% chance of rain. Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 p.m. Then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Then showers likely after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low around 66 and a 60% chance of rain. 659. You're listening to WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 72 degrees at 704. It's feeling even more humid. We're getting into that tropical range. Flirting with 70 degrees for the dew point. Right now it's at 67. The forecast for today, mostly sunny. And it is a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly late in the afternoon. A high today in the lower 90s. Winds could gust as high as 21 miles an hour. While the heat advisories for the region have expired, the high temperature and humidity continue to grip the area with the potential for causing health issues. With the temperatures projected to continue in the 80s and 90s for days, residents are encouraged to take frequent breaks from the heat and seek out air conditioning. And be mindful of animals that are provide, that they are provided with at least shade and adequate fresh water. Dog owners should also be aware of pavement temperature. Dogs should not be walked on concrete or asphalt during the heat of the day as the temperature on hard surfaces baking in the sun can be extremely hot. If it's too hot for you to go barefoot, your dog should not be walking on the pavement and risk serious burns to their paws. New York State is getting ready for dealing with COVID-19 in another school year and more increases in cases around the state. Governor Kathy Hochul yesterday announced the state is actively preparing a fall action plan to address potential pandemic surges later this year. The Democrat says the state is working closely with health experts on plans for dealing with seasonal COVID-19 surges and how to allow students to safely return to school in the fall. 
The return to school strategy includes distributing 3 million tests to schools before the beginning of the new year and getting more New Yorkers vaccinated and boosted. The plan is also calling for early testing, more access to treatments and therapeutics, preparing a stockpile of personal protective equipment, strengthening hospital systems, and coordinating with federal and local partners. This comes as COVID cases around the state are rising again, and New York's positivity rate is back over 10%. New York has had, our Broome County has had 185 new cases over the past five days. One new COVID death this week. We're getting the death toll in Broome County to 532. Also yesterday, Governor Kathy Hochul announced a request for proposals to develop a pandemic after action review to look at the state's COVID-19 response and point out what worked, what did not, and what could have been done better. Information gathered will be used to prepare a planning guide for New York to use in a future emergency. A copy of the request for proposal can be found at the governor's website. Two more men are sentenced in a gas skimming case that has been followed by us over several years in the southern tier. Federal officials say 35-year-old Hugo Hernandez of Miami Lakes, Florida, and 38-year-old Marlon Palacios of Cape Coral, Florida, are the latest to get prison time for being part of an operation attaching skimming devices to steal gas station customer information in Broome, Albany and Montgomery counties and elsewhere. The case began to unfold over three years ago as investigators began looking into incidents where devices had been slipped onto gas pumps that could gather the customer's credit information and then be used to buy gift cards and obtain money orders and cash on the unsuspecting motorist credit accounts. Hernandez was sentenced yesterday to five years in federal prison for his roles in the access device fraud conspiracy and money laundering conspiracy. Palacios was sentenced to four months in jail for his part and committing identity theft. Hernandez admitted he worked with others in skimming information at Broom gas stations and other locations starting back in December of 2015 and getting at least 162 money orders worth $173,257 that he deposited into bank accounts he controlled. In addition to prison, Hernandez is forfeiting the money he pilfered. Palacios admitted his as part of the skimming scheme, he emailed debit and credit card account information that had been gathered by members of the gang. As part of his agreement, Palacios will forfeit $25,000. Now, Palacios was one of four suspects indicted in August of 2020 in the scheme, while in October of 2019, three other Miami area residents had been charged. WMBF First News Time 708. The building housing the New York State Police Endwell substation soon will be reconfigured to accommodate the relocation of court operations in the town of Union, as well as troopers. The site on East Main Street in Endwell had been constructed to house the town court. Town court operations later were shifted to Johnson City Village Justice Building. But the town is planning to move them back to Endwell next year. And that means the state police will be relocated to the lower level. Town Supervisor Richard Matteris says preparations for the changes are being finalized with floodproofing work being planned for both the court building and the neighboring town office building. Matteris says that the small addition is going to be constructed to provide necessary space for state police operations and that is going to be completed some of the rooms will be rearranged so the state police facility can be shifted downstairs
It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio, 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Find- on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. In Johnson City, Avenue A will be closed from Main Street to Helen Drive. That started yesterday and is going to run through Monday for water main replacement. So if you're in Johnson City, please plan your route accordingly. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in Appalachian. That work started on Monday, runs from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily and should be cleared up by tomorrow. Also starting this past Monday, Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place for approximately one week. The Department of Transportation is also conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4, the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately another week and a half or so as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. And the Broome County Department of Parks, Recreation, and Youth Services has closed the Dorchester Park Beach due to an algae bloom. The Parks Department made this decision Tuesday as a protective measure. The public will be notified when the waterfront has been reopened. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton right now about 72 degrees, 84% humidity. Today, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 9 a.m. and a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 86 degrees, 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 64. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but sunny with a high near 85, 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Partly cloudy with a low around 64, 30% chance of rain. Saturday, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but sunny with a high near 87 degrees. 20% chance of rain, and Saturday night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 2 a.m., partly cloudy with a low around 67 and a 20% chance of rain. Sunday, chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., partly sunny with a high near 88 and a 50% chance of rain, and Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 p.m., then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., then showers again after 2 a.m., mostly cloudy, Low around 66 and a 60% chance of rain. 716, you're listening to WMBF. WMBF. 719 here on WMBF. It's time for Wall Street Now with ABC's Jim Ryan. From ABC News, Wall Street Now, equities investors are basking in the glow of a July rebound with the three major stock indexes gaining a little more ground on Wednesday. The Dow Jones added 48 points to finish the day at 31,874. The S&P picked up 0.6%. The Nasdaq added 1.6%. United Airlines posted profits of $329 million in the second quarter with travelers packing planes. 
was the carrier's first quarterly profit since the start of the pandemic. Sky-high fuel prices kept United from meeting analyst expectations. Many of those airline passengers have been headed to New York. Marriott is betting on a return to luxury travel by opening a new Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Manhattan next week. The now-defunct Harris jewelry chain will pay millions in refunds and stop collecting on high-interest loans that it made to customers, many of whom were military families. Regulators and prosecutors in 18 states accused Harris of predatory lending practices. Jim Ryan, ABC News. 7.20 on WMBF. Not a whole lot of sports news out there today. One little bit of interesting news about James Harden. He has reportedly agreed to terms on a two-year contract to stay with the Philadelphia 76ers and will make about $14.5 million less this coming season than he could have earned under his previous deal. He'll sign a deal worth slightly over $68 million, paying him about $33 million this season and $35 million player option for the 2023 season. 721. You're listening to WMBF. Your home is... Seven twenty-two. Now it's time for ABC's Political Insights. Now your Political Insights from ABC News. Today is the last scheduled public hearing of the House January 6th Committee. It's expected to focus on what former President Trump was doing when a mob stormed the Capitol. The Senate will move forward with a bill to federally protect same-sex marriages after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and a justice named the case that legalized unions as possibly being next. We have a sitting Supreme Court justice who has made it clear he does not believe marriage equality should stand and he has given a clarion call to opponents of marriage equality across the nation to come after marriage that case brought by jim obergefell bill passed the house yesterday china's foreign ministry has said it will take strong measures should house speaker nancy pelosi visit taiwan as planned president biden was asked about the trip the military thinks it's not a good idea right now but uh I don't know what the status of it is those are your political insights i'm andy field abc news it's been a News Radio 1290 WMBF 725 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. In Johnson City, Avenue A will be closed from Main Street to Helen Drive. That work started yesterday. We'll run through Monday as they do a water main replacement there, so please plan your route accordingly. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in Appalachian. That work started on Monday, runs from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily, and should be completed tomorrow. Also this past Monday, Clubhouse Road will be closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place until about Monday, this coming Monday. 
The Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4, the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately another week and a half as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. And the Broome County Department of Parks, Recreation, and Youth Services has closed the Dorchester Park Beach due to an algae bloom. The Parks Department made this decision Tuesday as a protective measure. The public will be notified when the waterfront has been reopened. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 72 degrees, 84% humidity. Today, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 9 a.m. and a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 86 degrees and a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 64. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but sunny with a high near 85 and a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Partly cloudy with a low around 64 degrees and a 30% chance of rain. Saturday, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but sunny with a high near 87 degrees and a 20% chance of rain. Saturday night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 2 a.m., partly cloudy, with a low around 67 degrees and a 20% chance of rain. And Sunday, chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., partly sunny with a high near 88 degrees and a 50% chance of rain. And Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 p.m., and showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm before, between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., then showers likely after 2 a.m., mostly cloudy, with a low around 66 and a 60% chance of rain. 728, you're listening to WMBF. Want to say... And now it's time for ABC's Entertainment Update. Entertainment News. The lives of legendary Hollywood power couple Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward are the subject of a new docu-series from Ethan Hawke. Paul had begun working on a memoir. Hawke tells us the last movie stars contained some surprises. I just would have never known that Paul Newman was as insecure as he was. You know, like it's it's kind of a relief to realize that he was sweating through three shirts and a nervous wreck and worried he wasn't good enough. And you're like, wow, we're all like that? The Last Movie Stars features actors reading the words of Newman and Woodward with George Clooney and Laura Linney voicing the couple. All episodes streaming on HBO Max today. Elton John can't say goodbye to the Yellow Brick Road. The music legend has added five encore tour dates for his farewell tour in Australia and New Zealand, set for January 2023. A couple of them are makeup shows. A South Park 25th anniversary concert featuring Primus and Ween is coming to Comedy Central. And Ted Lasso star Juno Temple is 33 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News. Hollywood. News Radio. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 72 degrees at 731. Forecast for today, chance of showers and thunderstorms, but that doesn't come until late in the afternoon. Mostly sunny, humid today, a high in the low 90s. Now, we could be seeing wind gusts as high as 21 miles an hour. Right now, not so much. South winds at 7 miles an hour. The dew point is in the very humid range at 67. 
Democrats are pushing legislation through the House that would inscribe the right to use contraceptives into law. A vote is planned for today and is Democrats' latest campaign season response to worries that a conservative Supreme Court that's erased federal abortion rights could go farther. House passage would send the measure to the Senate where its fate seems uncertain. WMBF First News Time, 732. A California-based cannabis company is looking to develop a cultivation, manufacturing, and distribution operation in the first ward of Binghamton. Mayor Jared Cram yesterday announced Stilzy, the in, headquartered in Los Angeles, would enter into an option to purchase agreement for 8.2 acres of vacant land at the Charles Street Business Park. The Binghamton Local Development Corporation currently owns the site. Cram says the agreement will allow the company to obtain state licensing for the facility as well as begin the environmental review process. The Republican says the proposal is expected to be one of the first major economic development projects for cannabis in New York State and create jobs and new economic activity in the greater Binghamton area. Stizzy will vote on the option agreement at an upcoming meeting next week. A draft zoning map for future cannabis business in the city was released last month. Uh, opening a comment period. The draft map is available for review at the city's website. Authorities will have no trouble knowing where registered sex offender Timothy Benninger is living for the next two to six years. He's headed to prison for failing to register his address as required under the Sex Offender Registration Act. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says the 38-year-old Binghamton man was sentenced to prison after admitting while living in and outside of Broome County. He failed to report his address information. He was tracked down by the authorities who ended up arresting him in Erie County in September of last year. According to the Broome County District Attorney Michael Korchak's office, Benninger was convicted in 2003 in Broome County of sexual abuse for an incident involving a 13-year-old girl. WMBF First News Time, 734. A national jewelry retailer that allegedly tricked active duty service members into buying overpriced, poor-quality jewelry at high interest rates has agreed to reimburse thousands of customers and cease operating under terms of a settlement filed Wednesday in a lawsuit by New York, 17 other states, and the Federal Trade Commission. Harris Jewelry agreed to stop collecting more than $21 million in outstanding debt from more than 13,000 service members nationwide and to refund more than $12 million to more than 46,000 service members who paid for lifetime protection plans. According to New York State Attorney General Letitia James, who was the lead plaintiff among the state attorneys general. The company also agreed to pay a total of $1 million to the 18 states. The retailer based in New York operated stores on or near military bases around the country. The company allegedly used predatory lending practices and charged as much as 10 times the wholesale cost for jewelry. At times, the company charged as much as $349 for a protection plan for jewelry without disclosing it. And according to James, customers reported stones falling out, chains breaking, and finish on the jewelry fading. WMBF First News Time, 735. Montana authorities say a man drove his pickup truck into a central New York family as they walked in a tourist village bordering Glacier National Park and opened fire at them with a shotgun. Two people were killed in the weekend attack, including a toddler in her mother's arms. 
Officials say that after the assailant ran out of ammunition, he continued the attack with a knife before the mother's sister-in-law killed him. A Syracuse man and his 18-month-old daughter were fatally shot Sunday night in that attack in East Glacier Park. Authorities say the attacker had a prior relationship with the woman who killed him, and he had mental health issues. It's 736. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. on WMBF. First news, you're listening to myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. Kathy, have you seen anything interesting going on today? I haven't seen much fun news. (laughs) Fun news? It's hard to find fun news these days. Yeah, that's, that's very true. That is very true. There's not a whole lot of fun stuff going on. Um, no, it's just dealing with this humidity. I mean, it was funny. Yet the clam bake yesterday, it, it's as hot as it was. They have such good clam chowder up there that I just I had to have a bowl of it or a cup of it. Yeah, I can't say I didn't have any of the clams yesterday. Well, you're not a seafood person, right? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've yeah, that's weird coming from Long Island and not be a seafood person. But I've had seafood before. I don't mind it, but. When given the choice between a burger or a lobster or clam, I'm taking the burger 99 times out of 100. Well, there was so much food to be had anyway, so. I know. That was that was very big for me as well, too. Because you know what my favorite thing in the world is, Kathy? <laughs> free food. Well, Food that I don't have to pay for personally. Well, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, nothing's free. But you yeah, nothing's ever free, but I wasn't paying. It wasn't my bill yesterday. <laughs> so I felt very comfortable. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll have a hot dog, too. Why not? It's slowing me down today, all the food I ate yesterday. Yeah, this morning it was like, I was, and I didn't stay. I mean, not that the party was late anyway, because it wasn't. I mean. Well, it's the sacrifice that us news people have to make when you have to be in the studio at 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, you can't stay until the end of the clam bake. But the clam bake went until 7. It wasn't like it was late. It's just I had to go take care of the, the the fur kids so oh yeah and the, and the wet pets we have the wet pets that have to get fed too oh yeah of course of course yeah that's that's a whole it's other funny thing when the wet dog. pets think that the dogs are going to feed them when you let the dogs outside in the goldfish in the goldfish pond all follow the dogs around <laughs> they think that the dogs are going to feed them now in my yard yesterday we have uh, it, you know I still didn't win the mega millions of course we we established that um, not sure if I'm going to lay out another couple bucks for the drawing on Saturday but if if squirrels could pay could play mega millions this squirrel in my backyard yesterday really should buy a ticket because you know nothing can outrun a greyhound they can reach over 30 miles an hour in three strides and their top speed is 45 miles an hour. So not a whole heck of a lot can outrun a greyhound. This dumb squirrel, two full-size greyhounds and a mini greyhound in the yard, this squirrel jumps down into the yard and then starts running the width of the yard, gets to the fence, then turns around and runs back the other, and just zigzagged back and forth in the back of my, with Jack in hot pursuit, Kago right on Jack's heels, 
And for once, Sir Lancelot didn't join in. But amazing. I mean, Jack had, I'm surprised he didn't have tail fur in his <laughs> front teeth because he was that close to the, this squirrel. And the squirrel managed to get the back corner of the fence, give a leap. It had plenty of other opportunities when it's reached either side of the fence to jump and get out of harm's way. But it probably went four times back and forth the width of the yard before it finally jumped under the fence and up the tree. Yeah, now that squirrel just, it needs wanted, to, it it need, just wanted to feel alive. It needs to buy a lottery ticket today. Yeah. That squirrel, <laughs> it, it put your dogs in a blender for fun. Oh, my, like, the dogs had a blast. Yeah, it was like the, the NFL football player running at a kids camp they're doing a summer kids camp and they're like yeah you guys can try to tackle me and he just runs around <laughs> all had 20 of kids hanging from one guy yeah runs <laughs> runs backwards 20 yards for fun and then scores anyway yeah that's, that's that squirrel put your dogs in a uh, blender. that that squirrel probably needed you know a cardiac surgeon by the time it got to its little nest well it hopped in and was just like you know what i'm oh. having a boring day today you know what i should do no. risk death yeah yeah definitely Oh, that squirrel is just so lucky. That's what I. That's what I think of people who go like skydiving. They're <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not really doing anything on Saturday. Might as well jump out, out of, of a plane. plane. Well, and, and figure me, the animal lover. I'm standing on the back porch watching all this, going, "There's nothing I can do. Yeah. This is all in the squirrel god's paws." At this, well, you're not going to chase the dogs down at 30 miles an hour. No, there's no way I'm going to try to grab a hold of a collar when they are a <laughs> blinder focused on on prey. But I'm just watching this going, okay, if there is like a, a, a guardian squirrel agent, angel up there, it's up to you because there ain't nothing I can do about this. Yeah, you know what we should do is we should go back, find that squirrel, put it on. Find the squirrel, yeah, okay. Yeah, find the squirrel, put it on a big mat of numbers that could be picked in the lottery uh-huh. and just say, where do you stop? Go keep running away from James, the dogs. Where James, do you stop here? This, That's this, how we get the this, lottery this win. The squirrel idea, it, it's just nuts. <laughs> that one took me a second. I was confused for a second. I love a good pun. I love a good pun. Sometimes I don't always get them at first, though. 743 on WMBF. River Walker. News Radio, 1290, Avenue A will be closed in Johnson City from Main Street to Helen Drive for water main replacement. That work should run through Monday. It's coming Monday, July 25th. The New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in Appalachian. That work started on Monday, runs from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily, and work is expected to be completed tomorrow. Also starting this past Monday, Clubhouse Road is closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours will be in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place until about Monday. The New York State Department of Transportation is also conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4, the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately another week and a half and is weather dependent as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. 
and the Broome County Department of Parks, Recreation, and Youth Services has closed the Dorchester Park Beach due to an algae bloom. The Parks Department made this decision Tuesday as a protective measure. The public will be notified when the waterfront has been reopened. And check on weather. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 72 degrees, 84% humidity. Today, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 9 a.m., then a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 86 degrees and a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 64. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but sunny with a high near 85 degrees and a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Partly cloudy with a low around 64 degrees and a 30% chance of rain. Saturday, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but sunny with a high near 87 degrees. Saturday night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 2 a.m., partly cloudy with a low around 67 Sunday, chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., partly sunny with a high near 88 degrees and a 50% chance of rain. Sunday night, chance of showers and thunderstorms before 8 p.m., then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., then showers again after 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low around 66 degrees and a 60% chance of rain. It's 7.48. You're listening to WMBF. At a on WMBF. Time for a check on sports. Not much sports news today, as most leagues are in the offseason right now, and baseball is on its all-star break. So games will pick back up again in the baseball world this weekend. But James Harden has agreed to terms on a two-year contract to stay with the Philadelphia 76ers and will make about $14.5 million less this coming season than he could have earned under his previous deal. Harden will sign a deal worth slightly over $68 million, paying him about $33 million this season, with a $35 million player option for the 2023-2024 season. Not much other news going on in the sports world. Should take this opportunity to get into my nerd analytics baseball bag. But I won't. A little business update. Natural gas has started flowing through a major pipeline from Russia to Europe on Thursday after a 10-day shutdown for maintenance. But the gas flow remained well short of full capacity on Thursday, and the outlook was uncertain, which leaves Europe still facing the prospect of a hard winter. The Nord Stream 1 pipeline to Germany had been closed since July 11th for annual maintenance work, The pipeline is Germany's main source of Russian gas, and German officials had feared the pipeline might not reopen at all amid growing tensions over Russia's war in Ukraine. And the European Central Bank is ready to join the United States Federal Reserve and the Bank of England in a global rush to raise interest rates and put a lid on galloping inflation. The ECB is late to the party, in part because the economy in the 19 countries using the euro is shakier due to the war next door in Ukraine. 
And while rate hikes can help squelch inflation, they can slow economic growth as well. Bank President Christine Lagarde said last month that the ECB's first interest rate increase in 11 years would come at Thursday's meeting. She said it would, uh, she said it would a quarter percentage point hike, but analysts say it could be a half a point. 751, you're listening to WMBF. Seven fifty-five on WMEF. Now it's time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, from social to LinkedIn to Yammer, Microsoft has overseen a lot of social media apps with varying degrees of success. Now the company is launching another one. Viva Engage is Microsoft's latest foray into social media for the workplace. PC World's Mark Hockman. Looks very much like a clone of Facebook. I mean, it has a lot of functions that Facebook offers. It offers posts. It offers reactions. It offers you a way to follow other people. He says it's intended to mix the professional tone of LinkedIn with the more casual vibe of Facebook. You will have sort of a business chat where you'll share information with others with in terms of projects, but you also have an opportunity to take a coffee break and check out what people like to do when there's free time. Viva Engage is part of Microsoft Teams and requires a Yammer license to use. Achman says that may mean too many hoops to jump through in a crowded social media landscape. I don't necessarily see Viva Engage succeeding. With Tech Trends, I'm Jim Ryan, ABC News. 7.56 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. In Johnson City, Avenue A will be closed from Main Street to Helen Drive through Monday for water main replacement. So please plan your route accordingly. New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that alternating lane closures will be in effect on State Route 434 in Appalachian. That work started on this past Monday. It will run from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. Work is expected to be completed tomorrow. Also starting this past Monday, Clubhouse Road is closed from New York State Route 434 to Lenox Drive in the city of Binghamton. Signed detours are in place to direct traffic to Vestal Avenue and Lenox Drive. Local traffic will continue to have access to the area, including driveway access from Lenox Drive. The road closure and detour are anticipated to be in place for approximately one week, so on Monday. That should be clearing up. New York State Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4, the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately another week and a half or so and is weather dependent as they remove the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. The Broome County Department of Parks and Recreation and Youth Services has closed the Dorchester Park Beach due to an algae bloom. The Parks Department made this decision Tuesday as a protective measure. The public will be notified when the waterfront has reopened, but beaches at Nathaniel Cole Park and Greenwood Park remain open. So if you're looking to go to the beach this weekend, you still have options. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton, about 72 degrees, 84% humidity. Today, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 9 a.m. and chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. Mostly sunny with a high near 86 degrees, 30% chance of rain. 
Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 64. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but sunny with a high near 85 degrees and a 20% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly between 8 p.m. and 2 a.m., but partly cloudy with a low around 64, 30% chance of rain. Saturday, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but sunny with a high near 87, and a 20% chance of rain. And Saturday night, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 2 a.m., and partly cloudy with a low around 67, 20% chance of rain. 759. You're listening to WMBF. Enjoy. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number two of First News, myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. Coming up, hour number three. And then Bob Joseph's live and local talk show, Binghamton Now. So get your questions ready. But ABC News up next.